What's happening, party people? Thank you for downloading this week's episode of Series 5 of the What The Fartlek podcast. As always, Rob and I are here to bring you some inspirational stories from our amazing running community and some absolute nonsense from us sandwiched in between. Now, please do take a moment to subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, the best way you can support us is by leaving a rating and a review. Yeah, we love interacting with you guys, so please give us a follow on social media. You can find us by searching What The Fartlek on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube. And we also have a new website at www.whatthefartlek.com. Now we're on a mission this series to build our Fartlek family, our online running community. And we would love you to be a part of it. We're arranging challenges, meetups and a supportive network of running pals. If you'd like to be involved, please do get in touch for some more information. With that being said, seeing as I did a such a good job of this last time, hit the music. Are you alone, groupie, and you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world of the run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your tail. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Matthew. Hello, Rob. This bloke, right, mm-hmm. walks into a bookshop, right, goes up to the shopkeeper, okay, he says, excuse me, you got any books on turtles? Right. Shopkeeper says, hardback, and he says, yeah, with little heads. <laughs> <sighs> what? That was funny! Oh, my God. Can you... Oh. This is what I'm working with, people. This is what I'm working with. Yeah. <laughs> Hilariousness. <laughs> it's no tractor. It's no tractor joke, joke, though, is it? No, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> it is not a tractor joke. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series Five, Episode Four of the What the Fartley Podcast. My name's Rob, and I am Matt. And uh, how are we doing today, Mum? I'm perfect, mate. How are you? Lovely, lovely that we're back face to face. Again, yes. Yeah, we've Again, ironed out some of, our, some of our audio issues, haven't we? So yeah. it feels a little bit more comfy now, doesn't it? A bit sound more, more with it. professional as well. We sound we actually sound like a professional outfit, when clearly we're not. No, we're absolutely not. <laughs> not even close to it. Now, listen, we've got a pretty packed show with loads of Fartlek family members on today, haven't we? We're, we've just we've, we've yeah. shocked it out with people. So Shoehorned them all in. Why don't you tell us what's on the show today, Matthew? Obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about how our week in running's gone. Uh, we've got a brand new segment. Oh, it's so shiny. <laughs> shiny and new, yeah. So, uh, Bemma, Bemma themselves, Ben and Emma, uh, we're going to be talking about Parkrun, the big fans of Parkrun. Uh, so, we're going to be chatting with them, uh, not chatting with them, chatting with Ben about Parkrun. Uh, chat with Slow Farrer, Scott Reed. Scotty Reed. Uh, SMJ's ring. Yeah, oh, I love SMJ's ring. Yeah. Uh, we've got the roll calls and then the thank yous at the end. Packed show. Now, listen, I know you you have been itching to get to recording this, my friend, because you want to talk about what you've done this week. What have you done this week? Go on. I've only got a bloody ran. Yeah, and, <laughs> I've, and, got, I've ran. And you've run consistently as well, haven't I you, I have, sir? yeah. I've been out with Donna because obviously she's, she's, she's trying to up her mileage for... Uh, for what's coming up in a couple of weeks, uh, Alton Towers half, uh, and I've been running to work, and I've been cycling from home from work, and I've been running to work again. I've run. Listen, listen to what, what words I'm saying. I have run. 
I know. this week. I have given you praise for it. There's well even video footage of me running I know. on Instagram. I know. Ben caught you, didn't he? Um, I did. So, I mean, how are you feeling on the back of it? How are the legs? Feeling strong? Yeah, feeling good, yes. Uh, knees a little bit dodgy, but I think I'm just making it. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it is. <laughs> no, they feel, feel good, though. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to kick on and just keep trying to uh, build this base that I've been, I should have built last time round. you should have built before the marathon. Yeah. Uh, mm. But yeah, feeling good, feeling good. Good, well done, mate. My boobies were bouncing, though, in the, in the footage that Ben... <laughs> boobies were bouncing. That's just a reflection <laughs> of the fact that you've not been building a base, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's all about the base. No treble. No treble. <laughs> I'm <laughs> quite excitable today for some yeah, reason. I can tell. I can tell. together again. I know. Exciting. Good. And how about you, mate? How's your week? Well, that's what that's that's the that's cue I was waiting yeah. for. I sat up really in silence for about fourteen <laughs> seconds. God, so unprofessional. But to be honest, there isn't really much to talk about. I'm not, that's I'm why not, I didn't ask you. No, I've not really run. I did park run. Yes. On Saturday, that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, really enjoyed it. We went to. Where did we go? Where did you go? My lovely. <laughs> Where do you go? <laughs> I'm stalling. Where did I go for part run, mate? I ran. <laughs> Awkward. I ran in about 22 and a half minutes. Who did you run with? Oh! <laughs> I'm back. It's back in the room. Uh, Woodhouse Moor. I ran Woodhouse Moor part run in Leeds. Um, Awkward. <laughs> um, Awkward. Um... Why couldn't I remember that? I was It was my mate's wedding this weekend. It was. So we were in Leeds for my friend's wedding. Uh, I was a groomsman. So we were there the night before for a few beers. Mm. Played a bit of Mario Kart. Oh, nice. Very good. I got the N64 out. Oh, um, uh, I went for a curry in town. And then um, on Saturday morning, he met... Broke tradition. Uh, they met on Saturday morning and they went and did a park run together at Woodhouse Mall. Oh, yeah. I saw the, the yeah. photos. Oh, good, good. In there. He, yeah, yeah. he ran, ran it. After a curry the night before. Oh yeah, it was oh. touch, it was touching. You would have quick time, not a bad time. That's, 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 that's why. why. That's <laughs> yeah. why. Yeah, I was you thinking. didn't want to throw a wild in front of all those people. No, nobody needs to <laughs> oh, see that. What a shame. What a shame. <laughs> oh, Jake. Um, no, it was good. It was a nice course, uh, undulating, but mm-hmm. more down than up. Uh, the only thing was it was a lapped one, and uh, <laughs> here's what happened. Um, uh, the, Mal, my friend, hadn't run it in. A while and it changed the course right <laughs> so when i'm asking him what's it like he was like well i don't really know what the new route's like but i think it used to be like two and a half laps like little laps one big lap and it wasn't really making sense but i was like okay um fine so i did the first lap and it was fine mm-hmm. lots of downhill but it had a really big climb it's a long drag to get back to the start at the end of the first lap and i'm looking at my watch and there's a mile on my watch so I'm thinking, well, it must be three laps. Mm. Oh, God, I've got to do that three times. And then the bloke, the marshal by the, the the lap marker, he went, well done, everybody. Get to the top of this hill. I was at the bottom of the hill. Get to the top of this hill. Um, this is the tough lap that it's just two easy ones to go. <laughs> so I'm thinking, get in. So I absolutely like steam it up to the top of this hill, mm. thinking, come on, I've got easy ones to go. He was being sarcastic. <laughs> was it the same? It lap? was the same freaking lap three times. <laughs> just gave me the eyes as I went past. Second time round, jabbed him in. Yeah, just just legged him up. Um, and then the other thing was that really pissed me off. Um, they started the 
the tarpin, you know, for the finish. Yeah. In my experience of part run, that the start of the tarp mm. of the of the thing, that's the finish. Yeah. So I'm running, I run through it, and there's somebody stood there with a phone. So I just assume they're a marshal, mm. a timekeeper. So I stop my watch and I slow down. Another hundred metres to go. <laughs> the, the timekeeper's still at the end. And this guy's like breathing down my neck trying to overtake me. I was like, no, not today, sir. So Elbows um, up. It was elbows up. Um, so yeah, it was interesting. Um, but no, I enjoyed it. But that's really the only running I've done, to be honest, mate. I did I did my I did a couple of miles for my my running pink for Joe. Yes. Uh, on Monday. But I'm just taking it easy. I'm probably gonna go out tomorrow a little bit, might go out on Friday, part run again on Saturday, but I'm just not. Social running, mate. Social running, yeah, going out. I love part run. Yeah. Nice to do that. And just eating all the food at the minute. I don't know about anybody else who's just done the marathon, but how long is that marathon yeah. refueling thing allowed to last? Going, yeah, yeah. I'm three weeks down and I'm I'm I legit had a full tube of barbecue Pringles for breakfast. <laughs> I think that's why my boobs are just about made. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh yeah. A tube of, a tube of barbecue Pringles for oh, breakfast. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um Love it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so that's how my week's been. Um, excited for the one that is upcoming as well. Um, and I get to hang out with you this evening, which is always nice. Now, we've got a dead patch show. Loads to get through, so I think we need to get straight into it. Yes. Let's do our brand new segment. <laughs> well, you'll say ee because we've already recorded it. It's we good, have... isn't it? It is, yes. It's I good. It, yeah. So, um, uh, Ben. Mr. Ben Stittle, you guys will know him. He was a guest, Series 3. He was back on last week. Um, We love him. And here's the thing that you guys might not know. Um, Ben was very nearly part of the podcast in the first place. He was, He was part of the group chat that we had when we were planning it and thinking who wants to be a part of it. And he just didn't get around to seeing it. He was quite busy at the time. So we just didn't get around to doing it. There quite a few messages going around on that that, that, uh, chat at that particular time, weren't there? So, yeah. He just didn't get around to seeing it, and he, he missed out on it. Bless him. Yeah, but I we've always wanted to find a way of yeah. getting him back on and involved, and uh, we and love we've him. found it. We have, and we've got him back on as a guest before, but now he's coming on as a fully fledged member of the squad, and he's going to be doing his part run segment. So you'll find out more about this in a moment. But Ben is a part run veteran, 101 it part is. runs in 47 different it locations, well, yeah, yeah. I believe it is. He loves a challenge, so the 5K app. You need to go and download it. Uh, ben yeah. will explain a bit more about that. And he's going to come on every week. He needs to tell us about the park run he's run. If you're looking for a bit of inspiration, for where to go, if you're doing a bit of tourism, Ben is your man. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about what the course was like. We're going to talk about how he got on. We're going to talk about good places to go for a cup of coffee afterwards. It's a nice little 10-minute segment that I think will kick off the show really, really well every week. So, should we cut over and go have a chat with Mr. Ben Stittle? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Mr. Ben Stittle, are you there? I am here. Hello, hello. How are we doing today? I'm all right, thanks. How are you guys? All the better for hearing from you. Spot on, mate. Uh, two, two episodes in a row. I know, I know. And I'm going to have to start writing contracts out soon and uh, <laughs> get in. They're my curly whirlies, pal. Back off. They're my curly whirlies. <laughs> uh, so so really? we, announced, we, we announced a little bit, Ben, before you came on, that we're going to try a new segment out. We wanted to get you on anyway. We love having you on the show. Um, because you're a parkrun tourist, aren't you, sir? I like to think I've been to a few different park runs He's now. Running, 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 running. No, running, no, park, running to park, park running. He's park running, running, yeah. no? running, park yeah, yeah. running. Got it. Uh, you just be quiet for a while. Okay, yeah. um, okay Ben. Sorry, twins. That was rude. Um, so yeah, so we thought we'd do a little bit of a segment because of course you're all over the country as well with your park run travels. That's right, isn't it? 
I am indeed, yeah. I like to travel about, get some um, different So what we thought was, you're all over everywhere. Why don't we tell people a little bit about where you've been last week, what it was like, okay. where it was, what was good about the course, any uh, little challenges that you're, uh, that you're undertaking and how you've done on them? Because I know you like your partner in challenges. And hopefully it'll encourage some people to try some new partner routes. What do you reckon? Absolutely, absolutely. Apart from uh, week one might be a bit boring because the course was pretty boring. Right, okay, but it's fine. Um, I'm sure there's a lot to talk about. Before we get into the park run itself, though, just to set the scene, can you tell everybody about your park run, your 5K park run challenge app? Oh, wow. Uh, well, it was actually my my better half that introduced me to it. It's it's called 5K, I think. Um, and you log in, you put your park run barcode in, and it brings up all your results. But if you click your profile button there's a little challenge uh, segment in the bottom right hand corner and all of a sudden it throws up about 20 different challenges that parkrun fanatics have decided to create and parkrun themselves have probably had an input into it but there's everything in there from um, parkrun uh, position bingo so finishing in every position from one all the way up to a hundred uh, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a number one. You don't have to win a park run. You can finish 101. That would count. Um, yeah. Yeah. Before before we move on from that one, Ben, why don't you tell everybody what happened when you were third oh, at Nosley oh, Park Run and thought that the position you needed was four? Oh, man. I knew you'd bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> As I do every week with park run, I like to scope out previous results and... I think to myself, right, what positions do I need on position bingo? Where are people finishing time-wise? Yada, yada, yada. So we turned up at Knowlesley, and it's not a very popular event. It's a great event, by the way. It was mm. really cool, really nice course, really fast, actually. Apart from that little out and back where you were marshalling. Yep. If, if anyone's around Knowlesley Park, um, I'm not going to pronounce the name of the park because I can't. Stadmore. Stadmore? It's not yeah, pronounced. It's not spelled that way, but go on, I'll yeah. let you off. Um, but yeah, so so we're um, so we set off, and I knew if I if I knew if I ran around twenty one minutes or under, I'd be in the top ten, and I knew I had a lot of blanks in my top ten for position bingo. So quickly, very quickly before the start, I whipped out my app, checked the thing, and as you look at it, the top one had uh, a time in it, and the third one down had a time in it. So I've instantly thought, right, I've got first and third, so I need two. And then there was a big chunk. So I thought if I get second or fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, I'm happy. So off we set. Find myself in a group of four of us. There's two fast lads had gone off. So I thought, right, I've got third, fourth, fifth or sixth here. I don't need third. So I'll stay, I'll stay in a little cluster. I'll, I'll, I'll hang in this group. So we got to the first point where you were at the turnaround on lap yeah. one. It's a two-lap course. Got to lap one at the turnaround, and the other three of them around me just died off. I found myself running, and then all of a sudden, these three are getting further and further behind. And for some reason, I'm thinking, they'll catch up. They'll catch up. Just keep running. Don't look back. Just enjoy the run, and uh, someone will be right behind you. And near the end, you can slow down a little bit and let him overtake. So we carried on, carried on. And then we got to the 4K mark, which is about where you were. And I turned around, and I, I looked, and I thought, where are they? Where's everyone? <laughs> I'm thinking, I was thinking there'd be somebody here to overtake me just before the line so I can get me uh, get me fourth place. 
So I slowed right down like an idiot. I thought, right, I've got all the time in the world. So I slowed right down for the last K and I got to the finish straight and looked up the hill behind me. There was nobody there. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm not letting this happen. I need that. I need that fourth position. I'm going to take fourth position. I'm just going to wait. Look like that idiot. Cameraman sat on finish line, the, the photographer guy. Got some nice pictures of me, actually. He just stood by the side of the course with about... <laughs> <laughs> There is a photo, Ben, that we will share um, of you pushing <laughs> the guy in fourth in front of you over the finish line that I think perfectly summarises that race. But let's just dovetail that story perfectly, Ben. Um, okay. what, did, what did you find out when you checked the app afterwards? <laughs> all right, all right. So I actually needed third. <laughs> I needed third. But, 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 but I needed fourth as well. So <laughs> okay. I... It, wasn't, it wasn't a loss, was it? It wasn't a loss. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. So, in case our listeners were curious before about Ben's level of obsession with the challenges on Parkrun, now you know, this is the context, this is why this segment's going to be great. So, uh, where did you run this week, Ben? Um, so, Saturday gone, I went to Isabel Trail Parkrun, which is in Stafford. Um, now, Isabel Trail is a popular one, is it not? Because is it the only eye in the country for people doing Parkrun bingo, alphabet bingo? Not the only I know. No, no, no. There is, um, I think there's two others at okay. Chester, and there might be another one over near Ipswich Way. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was the closest one to us. We were away this weekend, me and Emma. We were away with uh, family, and it was an hour away. And it's not very often that we're near an eye that's within, that regularly it's going to be about two hours away. So we thought, an hour away, let's go do it. Mm-hmm. We. We'd met up with uh, Mr. Marco Del Wazio. Uh, <laughs> Loves a mention, don't he, does Mark? Oh. Hi, Mark. Oh. We love Marco. Uh, so he needed an eye as well, so we agreed to meet him there. So, yeah, we met up with him on Saturday in Stafford's and Isabel Trail. It was um, flat, fast, out and back. So it's not very scenic. But wow. if you're going for a PB and you want to put an effort in, it's the perfect course for it. Um, so, yeah, so we turned up. Marco wanted easy miles. I was undecided. Emma was undecided. But we, I, can, I kind of convinced Emma that she should give it a little push. And we spoke to Marco, and Marco was happy to pace her. So off them two went. I decided I'm going to play position bingo again. <laughs> 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 I'd done my research, I checked the times, I saw again top 10, anything under 20 minutes, uh, 21 minutes, and I'd be getting a top 10 finish. So I thought, right, just tucking in a little group again. So again, that's exactly what I did. I thought, tucking in a group near the front, get to the halfway point, as they're doubling back, count the people coming past me, find out where I am, and then if I need to move up or drop back, I can do it on the way back. And It's a lot of effort, Ben. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a challenge. That's the whole thing. So I I worked out where I was, and I knew on the way back that I only needed to overtake one person to get my position, bingo. I could have overtaken two or three, actually. I overtook two on the final. um, Two and a half K, and I I got my position, bingo. And surprisingly, because I'll be honest, hand on heart, after the first mile, I stopped looking at the pace. Um, I just I just ran and I ended up with a part run PB. Amazing, oh, mate. Great, awesome. And you got your part run bingo as well. 
Yeah. I got my position, bingo. I got a part. Have, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> uh, nailed it, mate. Uh, last big question about Isabel Trail, then. Mm-hmm. What's good for a coffee or, or, some, and or some breakfast after? Well, they've got, a, they've got a little cafe at the rugby centre, which is where you park. You park about 40, 50 metres away. They direct, direct you into it. So if you get there nice and early, you can ask for a volunteer credit and uh, do park run um, car parking marshalling because all you do is stand at an end of a road and point. So yeah. that's a credit for you. Um, but what we did, we travelled five minutes down the road into Stafford. Never been before. Lovely little place. Quiet nice little stuff. town. Loads of coffee shops. We went for a brunch at a place called, I want to say it was called The the Grove. Yep. And it was beautiful. Full English breakfast, coffee, great. Right next to the church. Lovely place. Perfect. There you go. So you are now, ladies and gentlemen, fully itinerated up to go and get your Eye at Isabel Trail. And I am hoping that some people are going to be downloading the 5K app and letting us know how they're getting on mm. on their challenges alongside Ben. Ben, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Um, are you going to come back next week and tell us about where you've been this week? Next week could be a bit more interesting, actually. I'm not going to give it away where I'm going, but um, that's all part of the fun. But, yeah, next week could be quite an interesting one. You might even, maybe a cryptic clue or two might appear on Ben's oh, social yeah. media. Um, ben, drop us your IG handle before you get going. Uh, it's Sheffield underscore Strider. There he is. So, Mr. Parkrun himself. Mr. Sheffield Strider. Mr. Sheffield Strider. Uh, ben, thank you so much, my brother. I'll see you very soon. And uh, we'll chat to you next week to find out how you've got on. on okay, your tall thank you. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye. Right then, guys, it is almost time to get over to our main event. Of course, I chat with Scott. But before we do, you may have heard me mention earlier in the series that we are committed to supporting small businesses in the running community. Uh, Say thank you for the support that they've given to us. And I'd really like to do that. Also give you guys an opportunity to learn more about running related companies and maybe get you some cheeky discount codes along the way. And the company I want to talk about this week are Pretty Athletic. Now, Pretty Athletic, results-driven skincare for women who sweat thought it might be a little bit hypocritical if I was talking about it, as I'm not a woman, in fact, who sweats. Um, so I've decided to upgrade my co-host for the next couple of minutes. I've kicked Matt to the side, and in his place, we have got the ever-amazing multi-time guest. It's only Ruth Bloody Bennett. You all right, Ruth? Hello. Multi-time guest. I love that. That's a badge hey, of honour. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we've got you on three times now, so we've got to get you a football in a box like they do on Soccer hey. AM. Um <laughs> So uh, that's a reference that if you don't watch football, you won't care about it at all. Let's move on. So you, you've worked with Pretty Athletic before. And of course, as a female athlete, I'm sure you know a lot about them. So can you just tell people a little bit about Pretty Athletic? Yes. So it's a company, like you say, it's a small uh, business um, based it, based in this country. And it is run by a lovely lady called Layla Cooper. Um, so I used Pretty Athletic's products for quite a long time before I saw that she was advertising for ambassadors and I know people say this kind of thing all the time but it is literally the only thing I applied for I've ever applied for because I hassled her when I saw that she was looking for people because I absolutely love the products they are just um 
they're, they're all natural products. They're vegan. They're 95% natural. And they are designed for women, like you say, women who sweat. And when we exercise a lot, it clogs our pores. Um, it makes uh, your skin potentially a bit greasier or a bit spottier for me personally anyway. Um, and there's a full range of products that you can use to help sort of counterbalance that really. And I know Layla personally now. I've got to know her from working with her for several years. So I really... I can talk, I can wax lyrical about the products. There's cleansers, there's a spray, there's a moisturizer, stuff for the shower, and they're all fantastic. But I really think what speaks for the products is Layla herself. She takes the research to another level. She works with dermatologists um, and she's so passionate about it. Uh, she, and I think that's the thing about her. She's always trying to look for ways to improve. Um, I don't think she'll mind me saying that lockdown was, was a tough time, like it was for a lot of small businesses. Um, and, you know, it's always the luxuries that go first so it's really great to see people like you supporting her business and I really hope this helps reach a bit wider the amazing products that she's got. Uh, and, and and I hope so too. And and from the interactions I've had with Layla uh, recently, I would I would second that she's an absolutely top top lady and doing really good things. So uh, let's talk a little bit about where people can find it. So www.prettyathletic.com, of course, yeah. is where you can find all the products. Ruth, um, they're also on Instagram. Uh, give them a follow. Uh, just search Pretty Athletic. But I'll tell you something. As amazing a lady as Layla is, she's also chucked the cheeky discount code away. So if you are thinking about buying some new skincare products, please do tell them that we sent you. Use the code <laughs> WTF and you'll get 20% off. There we go. That'll do, won't it? Perfect. Uh, right. So with that being said, I think we need to get over to speak to our main event. Uh, Ruth, could you do me a massive favour? Would you mind introducing our next guest for me? Oh, what an honour. I didn't know I was doing this till this evening. And if I'd known in advance, I would have prepared a longer introduction to this guy. Um, he is always the joker and um, he's always got something witty to say. But actually, he is one of the biggest cheerleaders on Instagram to so many people. Um, he's always smiling. He always cheers me up with uh, the, his stories and the fact that he's usually still in bed when we're all at Park Run. He is the king of hugs. He's the only person I've ever stopped a half marathon to hug halfway. He goes by the name of Slow Farrah, um, and he, I, his friends and family call him Scott Reed. Ah, what an introduction. Let's go and have a chat with Scott. Now, I do really enjoy meeting people through this podcast who later become friends, but I have to admit it gives me an even bigger tingle when I get to share a pal's story with all of you. My guest today is a blogger. He's a multi-time ultra runner. He's a darling of the Instagram running community. And apparently was once affectionately referred to by a friend as a needy twat with a gimpy leg. Most of all, though, he is my friend. So let's get into it and get chatting to Mr. Slow Farrer himself, Mr. Scott, not Farrer, Jack Penfold, Scott Reed. How are we doing today, man? You all right? Very well, thank you, mate. Very well. Good, good. Been out for a run today, I believe? Um, yesterday, yesterday in, in, the, um, in the pouring rain, managed um, 10 whole kilometres. Lovely. Which, is, uh, which is rare of late, um, but no, it was nice. Yeah, enjoyed it, getting back in the swing of it? Yeah. Lovely. Good man. Well, there's, there's loads that I want to talk about, dude. It's difficult because we know each other quite well, so it's kind of like, what do people need to know that I need to fill in the gaps? It's not just us gas banging, but we're going to get right into it. There's really interesting stuff to talk about. I really want to talk about the ultras. I want to talk about your, your, the blogging. I want to talk about Instagram, all that good stuff. But we always start in the same place. So why don't you just tell people a little bit about how you first got into running? Um, 
I mean, I, I did some running school. I did all, all the sports in school. I was a jack of all trades. Um, then I played football in my younger, early 20s until I moved out of London. Um, and then basically I got, I got fat and lazy um, and didn't do anything um, sporting wise at all. Um, had a couple of children and there was a moment I can, this, this is my, my introduction to running story, um, two children under the age of three and I was putting some socks on and I had to have a breather between putting one sock on to putting the other sock on and I had a long look at myself at that point and thought, actually mate, you don't want to be the, um, the 40 stone dad not being able to play with your kids. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I, we had a local, I found, all very quaint, in our local village magazine. Um, there was a advert for the local running club, run by a guy called Pete. Um, he won't mind me saying, it's more of a, more of a social club than a, than a, a training club. Um, yep. I turned up having spluttered around a mile just to prove I could still do it. Um, and it was hideous. I mean, I did four miles and I couldn't walk for a week. Um, but I came back and I, I did it and you know what it's like and you sort of progress and within a few months I was I was running comfortably for half an hour an hour did my first 10k and then the shambles of the last 10 years of uh, increasing that mileage has, has happened <laughs> um, yeah I mean first thing that I would like because people who follow you will know that you are very honest about your running journey, you know, the highs, the lows, the sometimes it's crap, sometimes it's really good. Um, and, and you've always had that quite outwardly honest assessment of, of yourself in running and, and in running as a pastime, as a sport. Was that always the case? So I'm guessing that you weren't automatically like, I'm hooked on this. I want to do this every single day. Was it always kind of like a risk versus reward kind of thing for you? Absolutely. I've questioned myself on this a few times because I know people love running, and especially in that little community. People love running. They, they live for it and they live for sort of finish work or get up in the morning and go out running and it's their favourite thing to do. I, that's not me. Um, mm. I run because I, it's the one exercise I've maintained, basically. Um, I don't mind running. Um, I like it when I finish running and I've got sort of the reward and the sort of sense of achievement you get from from doing a run um but it's very rare do i am i running i think actually you know what, i love this it has happened um but i'd say i tolerate running and use running um as a tool for fitness and latterly sort of social enjoyment mm. rather than how people love running i mean my, my sort of instead or scottish running is tongue-in-cheek because if I hated it, I wouldn't do it. But yeah, I do. I am comfortable now in the fact that I don't love running as much as some people do. Um, but I guess I, I love what running has brought to me. I love meeting people like you. I love um, the achievement it brings me. I love the fact that it, it does keep me in some sort of shape and fitness, and I can play with my kids and run around. And this is what running gives to me. But and I wish I did. I wish I loved running like some people do. But I don't. Yeah. yeah. And I, just, I just do just instead because, you know. <laughs> well, to be fair, mate, I, I, I empathise completely with it. And I think that it's um, running as, as, a, as a hobby, as a pastime, as a, as a part of your life 
it, it offers so many different dimensions to so many different people. And I think the point you're making is absolutely valid that just going out, just thinking that it needs to be about going out and smiling for 20 miles every Sunday because you adore it so much isn't necessarily the whole picture. There's so many more dimensions to it and there's different things that we can all get out of it, which I love. Absolutely. Um, so talk to me about the first, so this was 10 years ago, you said, talk to me about how that journey progressed then. So any memories from those early years of running any races that really stand out, any big moments that you think, yeah, that was a good one? Well, my big memories. So before I even went to this first session at this um, running club, I so it was probably April time, I entered the Steamish Half Marathon in mm -hmm. so I've never done a half marathon. Um, and I built up at this running club, I built up to running the first my first 10k, which was a local 10k in September, and I built up to it. That was my first ever time around 10k. Um, got around it, enjoyed it because you know, sense of achievement. Mm -hmm. But then it was, I think it was five weeks until this half marathon. And I was like, oh, I can't, I can't go from 10K to half marathon. And I was like, yeah, of course you can, of course you can, sort of the ambition of the running community. Mm -hmm. uh, so just run an additional mile every Sunday. And then by the time you get there, you'll be absolutely fine. So I'm like, yeah, of course, that's, that sounds like a great plan. Um, did that. It was the, uh, the Steamage half marathon, which while Steamage isn't hilly, there's an awful lot of underpasses. Mm -hmm. um, I was absolutely clueless as I, still am largely to um to how you run um so off we went on a cold sunday morning had my first gel never taken a gel i thought that was obviously the best time to take a gel is, is nine miles into your first half marathon and so at 10 miles i was chucking it up into a bush um and it finished at a run it finishes at a running track and i was absolutely spent and about 150, 150 meters to go this woman she must have been 80 she overtook me with ease. And I thought, oh, I can't possibly have this. So I tried to chase it down. I had nothing in my legs. And that was the moment that all ego I've ever had towards running <laughs> stripped away um, as she sauntered home before me. And then um, I remember my dad picked me up from the athletic track because I didn't have my car. Um, took me back and sort of, there's all this like, congratulations and let's, let's get a pizza and all this sort of thing and by 5.30 p.m. I was in bed because I was my body had basically just rejected this half marathon and there was not a position I could lay in that wasn't absolute agony um, which I think has probably added to my dislike of the whole running thing um, but to be honest after that it's kind of meandered um, I've gone months without running I've entered half marathons I've entered stupid events like big my dirty weekend rat race OCR ones I've done Man V Lakes and that sort of thing Man V Mountain and I've kind of gone for the big spectacular things all or nothing um, rather than a more general structured run approach to running mm. uh, so yeah that's that's a little bit of me to be honest it, I'm, excited, I'm excitable in running and life it's, um, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a good story R running's a great teacher of humility isn't it I think it's um, we always get that moment where somebody runs past us and you think, oh no, <laughs> this is yeah, ego's gone. Uh, time to crack on with it now. Um, one thing that you mentioned about uh, a little bit earlier on was you talked about the social aspect of running and, and meeting people and, and getting into it. And I know that particularly uh, throughout lockdown and beyond, you've been a big 
um, uh, advocate of, of, of meeting new people, getting to know people, making friends through the online running community. Um, talk to me a little bit about the part that Instagram's played in your running journey and then, you know, some, how, how that's helped build certain friendships and bonds and how that's developed for you. Well, I mean, listen to sort of, sort of put it down on things and being honest about stuff. Is, this isn't going to be like an X Factor, my, my family died in a plague and I run out my dog story. But back in um, 2019, um, my marriage ended. It wasn't a big dramatic thing but you know 20 years and a life built together and all of a sudden there's a lot of upheaval and um sort of things change and, and I was sort of uh, lost of what to do in terms of how to how I should go about my days um I'd I'd recently set up this running Instagram account because I'm bored of making my friends going oh god he's written on about running again on his personal account um and I set it up for Sort of just a bit of accountability, really, and a bit of motivation to go out running. And then this happened um, at home, and I kind of sort of it was almost like an escape, to be honest. Getting in this running community, people I didn't know in real life, um, making friends, talking about things, and being myself, to be honest. Because um, everyone's asking you how, how you are when when people know you in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we had. COVID, the lockdown happened and I'm sort of technically homeless and bed hopping and stuff and, and just sort of my life was in a lot of other people but it was this sort of constant of this little running community account and with, with the one lot of exercise you could do a day I was I was running and then I managed to injure myself so that put a kibosh on my running for the best part of the year because I was useless at rehabbing um, but as as you know, I mean, we had our sort of drunken support group masquerading as a quiz night, and mm-hmm. there was a lot of that going on, and it really, really, really helped. Um, and since I've been out to run, it's been lovely to run with as many of you as possible, and, and not just run, but meet up and go exploring and, and have fun. Um, and yeah, I mean, I credit this. This is this, this running community is absolutely my favourite part of running. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, it's it's been been massive for me. It's, it's cheered me up. Yeah, um, I want to get on to your journey post lockdown as well because this is where stuff really gets gets interesting um, in the Scott Reed story. But before we do, um, just just a, probably a nice extension of the uh, of the social media side of things and the Instagram running community is is you do blog. Is that something you've always done? Is is it something you did pre running as well? Getting your thoughts down, getting a blog down, or is it something that was specific to your running journey? It was after I took the, the account out. You know, so there was a few things. Sort of again, I think. I mean, as you know, running Instagram is it's, it's the polar opposite of, of what I had in, in normal Instagram. Mm-hmm. In so much as normal Instagram, everything's filtered, everything's unrealistic. But in running Instagram, you can put what you want, and you can have the best running of your life, and break all your PBs, and everyone's genuinely happy for you. Or you can fall on your bum and poo yourself and get a bleedy head and DNF, but everyone's sympathetic and appreciates your realness. Um, And there was a few things that people had said and commented on and raised posts about that I thought, well, I I could talk about that. Um, And I could write, you can write an Instagram post, but you can only write so long. So I thought, well, there's a couple of things I want to write about. A really kind of tongue in cheek, funny stuff. that I put down on a blog and then there's a few more subjects 
not even really arrived on run running that people have written. Um, and I write about them. I've not done as much as I wanted to, to be honest, because you know, things things are busy. Um, but I've just I'm just about to finish writing about the uh, the ultras. So that'll be up fairly soon. But no, I enjoy it. I enjoy writing, I enjoy saying my piece and letting people react to it, good or bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And and they are very good, slowfarer.com. If people mm-hmm. want to check out the back catalogue ahead of the the ultra running blog that will be coming soon and we're going to whet people's appetite with that so um scott can you please tell us what you decided to do in 2021 uh <laughs> let's 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 do that as a launch pad into frankly the anarchy that's going to pursue in this conversation in the next five ten minutes or so well this it does all stem back to the the whole marriage fit thing um so Probably people know there's been the situation. You've got you're kind of like looking for for something to do, like saying to okay, this this is happening in my life, and I didn't have the sexual stamina or the money to get like a 19 year old girlfriend convertible. <laughs> so it was it was actually after I'd, I'd run a marathon. I run a couple of marathons, and I joined this account, and I saw a few people had run Race of the Stones. This was this is 2019. Um, I thought well, that looks that was good. Um, Field a dream that looks fantastic. 100k, what what a great thing to train for. It'll give me something to focus on. Um, so I'll, I'll be all like lean and, and good looking, and nothing can go, possibly go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so I entered the race of the stones just that day. Then now, sort of, I must even formulate. There's about three percent of my decision making is made by a very excitable part of my brain, <laughs> which controls most. It's the sort of part of my brain that buys shots at one o'clock in the morning. Yep. It's not a good idea, but it often wins out. So. I've, I've been at Race the Stones, I get an email with a little advert on it that said, oh, if you do Race to the King and Race to the Tower, you get a free hoodie. <laughs> so I thought, well, I need that, don't I? I need that hoodie. So I entered Race to the King and Race to the Tower, sort of several hundred pounds off of race on accommodation for the purposes of getting a... 20 quid hoodie. Yeah. But you can't buy it, though. <laughs> no, okay, all right, okay, yeah, yeah. Point made. And then a day later, they announced Race to the Castle. I thought, well, I can't do three and not do four. <laughs> so, so I had to race the castle as well. And then sort of sat back and thought, you idiot. Yep. Um, but then I thought, well, um, my optimism kicked in. Well, you know what? We can do this. We can, we can train. They're all, they're all two weeks apart, which is more enough time to recover from an ultramarathon. Um, and, you know, give me more focus and more more things to think about and yep. and I'll be fitter and I'll be great and I'll be like like a tubby white kid choge and yeah. it will be um so that that's fine that's all done that's what I've got on my accommodation then of course we have lockdown 2020 is cancelled all the races cancelled all deferred over and then my crisis is finished I'm no longer in crisis I'm happy and enjoying life and not running and not being fit and then so 2021 creeps around and they're all rescheduled and then i'm looking at tower and then there's king and then a week later with like six days after which is it's a castle i thought oh god this is hideous um but i didn't defer i thought well, no, we're gonna do it so i, I mean i i did train not what some people would class as great training but i did train yeah and um and then yes, and then we had some ultras. Yeah. Okay, so remind me which was the first one. 
That song was King. King, um, okay. And how did that go? That's, well, that's, that's a double marathon and a bit. Um, and 50 I mean, miler, yeah. 50, 53, I think it was in the end. 53. Um, but I think yeah, they often say like you, you need to do one marathon before you get the hang of marathons. Um, and like your first one's like your tester. And to be fair, I think the same is true of ultras because I turned up. And now I'm not, I'm not an unconfident man. I was happy that I could get round. But then the day, the day comes along and you think, oh, God, this is really far. Like, <laughs> it was a really cold morning. And yeah. um, I hadn't I'd sort of done probably 20 miles in training. Um, but, you know, so off you go. But again, basic mistakes were made. Um, I'd, I thought, well, I hadn't really taken any sort of like um, electrolyte drinks. Mm-hmm. But years ago, I'd had high five. I thought, well, they're sponsoring it, so I'll use them. Um, so I filled up my um, soft last with high five and then my stomach stand. I mean, what's, what's this going on? Yep. Um, and, you know, it's, it's quite hilly. Race of the King, and I was running around. Again, a benefit of mine was that I wasn't really going for any sort of time. I just want to finish, which is the joy of ultra. I think you talked about this before. The, yep. the difference between ultras and marathons is you just want to you want to get around unless you're a professional. Um, but then, I mean, you're tired because you're running and it's far. And then a stomach issue started. Oh, this is quite a graphic. Um, <laughs> conversation um and got to just before halfway and it became apparent that i wasn't going to make it to the uh the next a station so i successfully had my first um wild poo which was a treat get in a wild uh, our first series five wildy story as well thank you yeah. very much I think someone asked me so oh what was it like so best way to describe it is like like the first time you have sex like it's it's very fast and it's very messy <laughs> so you fumble around not quite sure what you're doing and and then you, you leave quite quickly because you're embarrassed um and you've probably got to change your shorts at the end of it absolutely um but then yeah and i'm sort of i was on an hour I've, I've never dnf'd a, a running race um and it but it was hurting to be honest with you um and then, again, talk about the, like, the running community. Derek, Big D, who was a, was a friend love, of the show. Love Big D. He had just got the train down to surprise me. And there he yep. was after about halfway, just sitting by the side of the road, told me he'd, he'd come to run the second half of it. Um, Legend. Unannounced as well, yeah. Unannounced, yeah. Legend. Um, what a guy. And, I mean, that, that was, he, he, he sort of, he, he fobs it off, but that was arguably the difference between me getting to the end and me stopping after about 35 miles yeah um, yeah and it was a struggle but it wasn't it wasn't pleasant it wasn't quick it wasn't largely enjoyable especially in the second half um but it got but, to the end of the yeah i was gonna say but the, the the thing is whether it was enjoyable pleasant or not you've achieved you've yeah. got a medal yeah you've you've done what you set out to do you've run an ultra and now yeah. you've got a nice long recovery period before you got to do anything else, haven't you? Six and a half days, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I woke up, I felt like I got to the end. And this is, again, this is new. Like, I got to the end and 
Jess and Jess that came in and just keep running were there and it was great again running community and they they cuddled me back to um to get some food and then again the sort of like, it's, it's a horrible thing to say not going to encourage people to do ultras but one of the interesting parts of running ultra is how you feel like your body's slowly breaking down like mm-hmm. the bits of the body the legs and your shoulders and everything just kind of slowly failing um, but you just got to keep going and I was freezing like shivering and it was horrible and woke up in the morning and had to roll out literally roll out of bed um but then sort of almost remarkably by the following morning I was I could walk down the stairs I can oh hang on a minute this is this is all right um I was achy but I was fine I went to the physio and she beat me up a bit and said so when's your next one I said daddy and she looked at me she said like she was gonna punch me so fine off you go um, and then yeah, and then off we went up to Northumberland for race to the castle, which yep. was a, a casual hundred k. As you do. Um, I had no idea. Like I hadn't run since like the previous weekend. I had no idea where my legs were going to give up after a mile. Um, but then what followed was I put it on my Instagram stories. The first half, that the first thirty one miles was probably the best running experience of my life. Um, yeah. I learnt my lessons. I'd fueled on. I'd got. I'd made myself proper food. I'd taken some um, energy bars rather than gels, which I knew worked for me. I was taking them when I should be taking them. And then every time I asked my legs to run, we were running. And the first half was great. It's a, it's a beautiful course up there. Yep. But then the weather wasn't kind in the Northeast, despite the fact it being summer. And there was a, a strong headwind and heavy drizzle, is the best way I could describe it. It's probably the best you can hope for in the northeast, to be honest. And you're running up the coast in the second half, and it, it didn't get old, to be honest. It was flat, but it got, the weather got old, and it was it was yeah, it was cold and wet. And um, again, I found I found a friend or a friend found me actually, a, a guy I'd never met before. Ran up behind me. He said he'd done King as well, so he was struggling. Could we run together, mate? Of course. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. And it was to the point where we were, obviously you walk a lot. Um, but we were running purely to keep warm. Just you run the friendly mirror just to warm yourself up. Um, and finally got to the end. I mean, that was terrible. It's called Race of the Castle. So race up to Bamber Castle. And I just presume that like the rest of the king had finished at the castle. Mm-hmm. It's about another mile past the castle. Um, <laughs> That's got to be so destroying. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, and you get to the end and it was like a war zone there's people throwing up people hyperthermia I think what's, what's an attractive sport running is um, we're never going to get a collaboration going with Race to the are we at all after this episode goes out <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong I then, <laughs> I then two weeks afterwards uh, found myself at the start of London Stones um, um, was, was there a point man just to jump in uh, was there a point what was the first point where you're like, this was a stupid idea? Well, I mean, that was about three miles into King. If I'm <laughs> <laughs> was there ever a point when you were thinking, I might not get through all these four? I might just, I might just pack it in. Well, during Castle, no, because I enjoyed the first half and then the second half, I wasn't hurting. Um, so I was hurting physically, but there was nothing wrong with my insides and. Mm-hmm. It, just like well, my legs hurt, but keep going. Um, Stones was a bit different. Um, I was running again with, with Jess and Jess for certainly started it, and then 
just keep running for the second half. Um, yeah. But I'd say within the first 10 miles, my legs hurt like they did in the last 10 miles of Carson. It is a long way to go. Um, but again, things you learn, like I'd learn at Castle because I didn't break King Dan. I just thought, well, it's 53 miles to go. That's a really, that's a really long way, 53 miles. Uh, at Castle, I thought, okay, let's just count in tens. So I get to mile 10. Then all I'm looking at is mile 20. I look at mile 30. You don't think about the big picture. Um, I did that again at Stones. Um, and I spoke to, I remember I, I turned around to, to the Jess and Jess and said, quietly on, I said, look, I'll, I'm confident I'll get around, but it won't be pretty and it won't be fast. Um, and that is, that's, I guess that's the one takeoff that I'm genuinely happy about from the ultras is that mental sort of fortitude of, of just keep going. Yeah. And I, I tried to apply it into to other areas really um if you're struggling with work struggling at work and it's busy and just just you know all you got to do is keep going um yeah. and there were there were bits where it's yeah i'm, I'm grumpy to be honest it's all yeah. forcing down cups of tea with five sugars in them just for energy and there's another hill there's another hill and there's another hill and, but you know if you keep going eventually there's going to be a finish line um and yeah, yeah and i was Again, I, I, I wrote a post praising my legs, um, but with three miles to go in stones, the last the ultras sort of fell down a hole, to a little hole, and sort of twisted my ankle and foot. And but you know, what are you going to do? It's, it's two o'clock in the morning, in the middle of nowhere. So you keep going, um, and that was the only injury as such I got on the whole thing. Um, the physio was baffled as how I managed it. Um, but yes, and then and then the worst part happened. Yep. Crossing the finish line of stones, um, going up to the merchandise tents in glory to collect my hoodie. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't there. Oh, so, mate. Oh, mate, I could, I could have cried. Um, sold you a lie. <laughs> and I was absolute misery. And I've emailed them and I've messaged them on Instagram. They didn't reply. They didn't reply for ages. And I thought, God, I'll make my own hoodie here. Um, but eventually, to be fair, to threshold. I, I mean, I've sat there and I've, I've said how horrible I found them. The actual threshold events, in fairness, are very, very well run. Um, A stations are brilliant. Volunteers are brilliant. Courses are very well marked. It's very good. If you're going to start, if you're going to have a an ultra, I can recommend them. Um, but the the hoodie was too late coming. Um, but it's with me now. So the fairy tale ending has happened, and I've got my hat trick hoodie. And yep. Sit there. And that's the, and the, only, the, only, the, only, the only bad thing is that tower got cancelled till next year, so I've got blooming will do that next year now. Yeah, but maybe a blessing in disguise. Um, I, I think an important thing here, though, man, is that we've we've taken this conversation very lighthearted about <laughs> about these ultras and you know maybe some of the shortcomings and the things that maybe maybe went a bit wrong and we've laughed, but. There is a reality here that the and you mentioned mental fortitude and the fact that you've just back to back three ultras. How many miles was it altogether? Hundred eighty, I think. In how long? Four weeks. Four weeks span. Four weeks. Four weeks. Three, right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely incredible, mate. And, and I know I've said it to you privately, uh, but publicly, that is some achievement, and you should be very, very proud of yourself because I and I know a lot of other people are of you. 
Um, I mean, some of the the videos that you put on Instagram were, were hilarious, but they were also very uplifting and inspiring. Uh, and the honesty in your journey through that, as we've gone through today, and as has always been, uh, your 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 kind of ethos on Instagram is something that definitely inspires me. So so thank you for doing that, and and well done to you. Thank you, mate. I mean, you know, if I can be used sort of myself as a sort of um, optimistic benchmark for everyone else who wants to do this sort of thing, be it your first 5k or your first ultra, then yeah, you can, if I can, mate, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Mate, mate. Uh, words to live by. Um, what What's coming next then, man? I mean, obviously, it, it, it was Tower, wasn't it? Tower got postponed, so I assume, uh, yeah. I assume that's, that's in the future somewhere, but anything else, any other big things in plan for Scott Farrah, um, apparently, Jack? Scott Farrah, yeah. Um, I've been Again, excitable, Scott. Lou, Lucy gets fit. And she said, oh, we'll all do this pendle way in a day in February. Yes, yeah. 44 miles. Yeah, of course, of course I'll do that. I won't be still be drunk by Christmas. Um, um, so, yeah, that's coming up. Um, I'm currently still in an argument with this slight part of my brain because I've got enough UTMB points to enter any of the UTMB races, mm. which I know I shouldn't do because it's very difficult. Um, but I'd never be able to sit in there at one o'clock in the morning when the bad things come out, and yeah, I'll be able to, I'll be fine to do CCC and do seventy million miles of elevation. <laughs> that'd be no problem at all. Um, but no, apart from that, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be into stuff because I'm stupid and I, I like doing this sort of thing. Um, but no, apart from town and Pendleway, nothing really planned for now. So I'm sure someone will send me some ideas. Yeah, yeah. Impressionable Scott is in and, and is waiting. A, a drunken weekend in Bognor Regis with, with you, I believe. Oh, cannot wait. Cannot wait for that. It's going to be amazing. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be at Pendleway as well. I'm not running, but I'll be, uh, I'm part of your cheer squad. Me, Paul and uh, Sammy are coming to check you along the way and just get steadily drunk because I don't want to do it, frankly. <laughs> but I do want to be involved socially speaking. Yeah. Uh, uh, right, okay, so I'm going to let you get back to your evening. Mate, we've been talking for half an hour, and it feels like it's been about five minutes. So, you know, hopefully people are going to enjoy this as much as I have. Thank you so much for your time, man. Just before I let you go, if people want to find you, I mentioned the website, if they want to check your blog, new one going on to find out more about the ultra running uh, imminently. So that's slowfarrow.com. Everyone give you a follow, of course, at slowfarrow on Instagram. Um, any, anything else you want to mention? Anyone you mentioned? Shout out. Plug. We've given a big shout out to Big D already. Derek, absolute legend. Um, anyone else you want to say hello to before I let you go, sir? Yeah, one thing is there's loads of people. And this, this is the thing. There's no one that particularly I want to say hello to because you'll miss someone out. Um, yeah. But fair. just thank you to the community as a whole because it's great. I love it. Uh, I think it's one of the more supportive parts of my life. Um, and I'm very, very thankful for it. Brilliant. Love it. And long may it continue, sir. So I'm looking forward to seeing you very soon. Hopefully it's before next year, but we'll, uh, we'll try and figure something out. Um, but yeah, I will let you get back to your evening. Thank you so much for your time, man. Cheers, Rob. And that, my fine four-foot friend, was Mr. Scott Reed. Mr. Scott Reed, Mr. Mr. Farrow. Mr. Farrow. Mr. 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 Scott Farrow! Mr. Scott Farrow, <laughs> Jack, you f- <laughs> not this. Uh, what did you reckon? Yeah, man? for a bloke that doesn't like running, he's, he gets about a bit, doesn't he? Absolutely, he bloody does. Um, Bless him. Love him. Yeah. Dead honest, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of love for Scott Reed. 
Awesome chap. And and how about like here's the thing that I think with Scott. Scott's got that kind of like quite a self depreciating sense of humour. Mm. So like he, he doesn't really he doesn't take himself too seriously. Yes. He, he, he's not afraid to poke fun at himself. And yeah. um, one of us. One of us. Gobble, gobble, one of us. Which is why he's our friend. Yes. Um, but what I love is the fact that that level of humility, mm. in some ways, um, can can make you not even realise the, the guy ran three ultras in four weeks. <laughs> yeah. Would you want to do that? No. It was, it was a stupid thing to do. But... It was it, still impressive. Yeah, did it on a whim and he completed it. And awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah. such a, a good bloke as well. Yeah, yeah, so funny. His story, some of his stories, he comes out. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just, he's just, he's just a top guy. Yeah. Uh, if you ever get the chance to go for a run with Scott, uh, do it. Jump on it. Yeah. He's the man. Um, okay, so we've got more stuff to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've got to get over, and uh, we've got an SMJ segment, an uh-huh. inner circle segment. Let's see if we can be. He can be entered once more. We've got a guest. We have. We've got Jack. Mm. We got SMJ. Woohoo! So these are all exciting, um, apart from Jack. Uh, <laughs> but we're gonna find out if Jack can get entered into the inner circle. Mm-hmm. So we'll do a little swoosh. We'll get those guys on the call. Yes. And we'll see who's getting entered. Who's <laughs> penetrating the rim this week, what do you reckon? Please be me, please be me. You're already in. You're firmly in. You're balls deep. <laughs> <Yeah>. Swoosh. <laughs> Jack Penfold, are you there? Hello. How may I help you? Well, you know exactly how you can help us. It's, it's the Inner Circle segment. Oh, sorry, I'm a bit out of sync because last week obviously I wasn't here, so I'm a bit out of sync, but yes, no, game head on, inner circle game head. Game, game, you mean game face? <laughs> game face. One of the two, they're both sort of the same. He's already failed this week, hasn't he? Already <laughs> failed this week. Um, How do you feel after last week, JP? You, um, JP Jr., that's that's a point that we'll come to in a moment, yeah. isn't it? Um, Jack, how do you feel? You weren't here, but you didn't get in. Um, I don't know. I'm glad... Ben and Emma got in because I value them as good friends and I'm glad at least someone got in and that I um, hopefully made a couple of people laugh who listened to it, which is all that cares, doesn't it? Well, oh, and getting so cool. he's, ob- he's, he's obviously not even listened to the episode, <laughs> he has he? Because know. if he had, he'd know that Satman John cut him off after 30 seconds. He didn't even, listen, he didn't even so... listen to it all and you had to give him the... I, didn't, I listened to it yesterday and he, you had to give him the lowdown of it all because he cut me off and then... You were making jokes because I'm a cash buyer. Well, yeah. would would love to be a cash buyer. Yeah, yeah, just lovely. Uh, any 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 exciting purchases from Waitrose this week, buddy? Uh, no Waitrose purchases. We've been uh, too poor, but we have paid off our sofa. Very good. For myself, uh, but uh, no no posh antics this week. Okay. But have you christened said sofa? Ooh. It hasn't been delivered yet, Matthew. I'll let you know uh, next Tuesday when it gets here. <laughs> It's just what is who gets to him first, this mum and dad or him. Oh, I don't. Uh, right, so are you ready for another stab at the inner circle? Uh, yeah, go on then. Uh, would you like a helper? Mm, yeah, go on then. I need all the help I can get. Shall we, shall we go old, old school? Yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. Return of the step. Why are you introducing that, my John? I thought it was Statman John. Who have we got to introduce first? Oh, well, I'll, I'll get my thought. Who's helping Jack? 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just the song. two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. Entering the inner circle. Well, yeah. I tried and jingle. It didn't really work. because he, there was no way he was going to get saved from that atrocious mishap until you came in and took the biscuit as usual. We have got a helper for you. It's not Statman John. No. It is JP Senior, my co-host on the What the Fantasy Football podcast. It's Mr. John Pickup. How are we doing, JP? Hello. I'm all right. Yeah. How are you guys? Yeah, good. Very good. Good. Thank you. Um, how are you feeling about number one? trying to well this is the question are you going to help jack try and get into the inner circle or are you maybe going to hinder jack so that you could get into the inner circle i've got to be honest i mean he's, he's a bit of a shambles isn't he jp junior um yeah. <laughs> he did save it with the um with the jingle though but i think he's going to take your job mm, no i think i'm safe there at least he remembers the name of the person who's coming on i remember the name but i just i, I, I flapped and panicked because i thought it was introduced in Statman john obviously not you flapped and panicked because you've just shown up for this segment <laughs> 25 minutes late you've run straight in i've told you off you're sweaty it was your first line you're not warmed up are you i've not no, i've not got not... my notes in front of you. i got my lines ready i haven't learned them <laughs> useless sing Statman john song is it oh is it time yeah it's time. Time. oh <laughs> dance monkey <laughs> Come on! Oh yeah, can't just cut it from the previous one. No. Oh. <laughs> Return of the stat once again. Return of the stat. Off for him. Shenanigans. Step on John. Hello lads. Step on John. How we doing? You're right. Uh, yeah, yeah, good. Just give me one sec. Stop peeking. Don't, don't peek this. <laughs> right, look. Look the other way. Look, it counts to twenty. Right, right. Just, just. Just getting down here. Oh, God. Hello, lads. You're right. <laughs> dare I ask? Dare I ask what's happening? Oh, I'm in a tight squeeze. Just uh, playing a quick hide and seek with Davina McCall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you hiding or are you seeking? I'm hiding and running out of air. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you decided to hide that one, John? Don't ask how, but I'm under this coaster. Oh, brilliant. Uh, Have you and David been playing for long? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Just, what are we, round 32 now, I think? (laughs) (laughs) Who's winning? Uh, Me, I can go all day. (laughs) Yeah, that's what she said. That's what she said. That is, that is. Um, uh, How's your week been, Statman John? Uh, it's good, lads. I uh, oh, She's just gone upstairs, so we've got a minute. I'm uh, <laughs> currently writing a cookbook, believe it or not. Oh, nice. Uh, what's inspired that, Statman John? Well, I was looking at my hands the other day, and I thought, what can I do with them? So uh, I thought I'd make up some recipes where you only need two hands. <laughs> <laughs> And how's it going? It's good. I've managed a cheese toasty so far, just holding oh, it together. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so you just... Oh, very good. Um, Stop by John. Yes. We've got a guest. Oh, fantastic. Uh, are you aware of the work of Mr. John Pickup? Please don't tell me. That is the man with those 
magnificent nostrums. <laughs> it is the man with <laughs> magnificent nostrums. Well, he's joined us today to uh, take part in the Inner Circle segment, SMJ. Fantastic. How are you, my lad? Hello, sir. Yeah, um, it's a real pleasure to meet you. It's a combination of, um, of fear and arousal, I think. <laughs> good, good. You are another man whose lady has been in my dreams, I remember. <laughs> she, she was. I think she was a Watson. <laughs> oh, what a woman. What a woman. Uh, brilliant. So, Statman John, um, JP is also going to be taking part in uh, today's challenge. Uh, decide, he's got to decide whether he's going to help Jack or try and get in the inner circle himself. Um, but, as you may or may not have noticed, SMJ lurking in the background, as always, he's here too, Jack Penfold. Hello, oh, oh, no. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Statman John. How are you doing today? Statman John's voice then. I, uh, I'm a good bit disappointed I can't cut you off as easily this week, but... I'll, I'll, try, I'll, I'll try and make it quick for you, sir. Shh. <laughs> uh, right, okay, so, that, so this is how we're going to do it this week. You're going to hit us with a would you rather, if that's okay with your good self. Yes. Um, Jack is going to ramble something in a posh voice. JP is going to get involved. He's going to say what he thinks, if they agree, if they disagree. And then you're going to hit us with an answer. You're going to tell us whether both of them, neither of them, one of them, based on what have they said in the segment, has got into your inner circle. They've penetrated your rim. Does that sound good to you? Fantastic. It's ready. It's open. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hit us with a would you rather, please. <laughs> Uh, this one is from the at not bad for a fat dad. What a lad. Um, I have tweaked it a little bit. I hope he forgives me for this. So, would you rather run a marathon every week for a year or never run a park run ever again? Oh, that's a really good one. That's Jack a, that's a... Mm. That's a very that's a, well. I'll give, my, I'll give my quick brief thoughts, and then I, I'll hand over to J, Mr. JP Senior because running a marathon every week for a year does sound like kind of, a kind of cool thing to do. But to do that, you're sacrificing never doing parkrun again. And I missed parkrun enough for the first sort of no, what was it? No, how many? No, how many? Oh no! no. <sighs> Jesus, Jack. You're just a moron. <laughs> it's either you, if you do the marathon every weekend, you get to run park run. Oh. If if you don't do the marathon every weekend, you never get to run park run again. Well, that, is, that, work, in that, circle, is that, that works even better for me, to be honest, because I like running long distances and <laughs> and I and I love park run and I don't I don't think I would I wouldn't do anything. I, w I would do anything to still do parkrun, so I think I've sort of made up my mind, but I, I, I want to hear what JP Senior says. Go on then, just, JP, what are your thoughts? Well, just to be different to Jack, I mean, you know, running a marathon a week doesn't sound the greatest thing to do in the, in, in the world anyway, but um, yeah, just, just for an opposing view, I'm going to go for not doing parkrun. Um, because I don't think Jack's getting into the inner circle. And I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm your bets, aren't you? <laughs> I, I'm going to make an assumption that Stan Jack is going to disagree with Jack. <laughs> that, that's, that's smart betting, to be fair. That's like putting a bet on James Milner to commit at least one foul in a game. He, he knows what he's doing here. Mm. 
Okay. So I think, yeah, I think my final decision would be I would run a marathon so that I could do parkrun. Not I'm saying I would like to run a marathon every week. I just would do it because I don't want to miss parkrun. JP. JP. Jack, Jack didn't ask for mine and Matt's contribution. Can I offer you just a little bit of a word of advice from my knowledge of Statman John and the things that he focuses on and cares about? Of course you can. So, uh, the answer, I believe, is actually, Jack's answer is actually right. Mm-hmm. Okay? It is to run a marathon a weekend, but he's not going to get into the inner circle because he's done it for selfish reasons, not for something like charity or a good and cause. And he got it wrong at the start. And he got it, and he got it wrong at the start. So if you just make a, a reference to the fact that you do it, but you do it for charity, I think you're nailed on. Okay, I, I can live with that. I mean, you know, you know all about my charity work, Rob. And I do, sir. So, yeah, I, 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 could, do. I, could, uh, I could jump in to do, do one a week for, for different charities. There you go. What a great idea, JP. What a guy. Oh, brilliant. I didn't know. We'd... Jack, I can't believe you didn't think of that. God. Uh, Statman John, what, what is the answer? Sorry, went quiet a bit there. Davina came in, but she's left again. Um, <laughs> so, the answer is uh, to run a marathon every week, but there are reasons behind it. Oh. By doing that option, you can still volunteer at Park Run or run it. There was no mention of volunteer there, Jack. Um, and obviously, my mind, I wasn't listening to what you guys said, but I thought if you've done a marathon every week, that is a lot of money you can raise for the charity. So someone has entered the circle. Congratulations, oh. John. JP. Yeah. The inner circle of life. JP, how'd you feel? Over the moon, yeah. Um, you know, I feel I feel slightly bad for selfish Jack, but not that bad because I'm in the circle now. Selfish Jack, how do you feel? Um, I feel pleased again that someone else else has entered. <laughs> <laughs> You're not in one. the least bit bothered, are you? At least, at least there's at least there's one JP in there. I'm not I'm not overly bothered because I've still there's there's the series is long and I know I've been trying now for many a months, but it could happen any day. I'll keep my fingers crossed. Okay, <laughs> so key learn here, Jack. Stop Shut reading. up and don't so, say too much. Number one, listen to the question. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, don't be as posh as you are. <laughs> I'll, three, I'll try and put my northern accent. Number three, please do try and put on a northern accent. I would love it. Um, and number three, stop being so selfish. Think about other people. <laughs> I was, I was gonna. The reason why I do love park rooms is because I like seeing people and having uh, cake and bacon rolls after. But yeah, no. Um, maybe I went the wrong way about it. Mm, you won park run, didn't you, this week? I did win park run this week. Yeah. Not a race, it's a run, Jack. There you go. <laughs> just, just Claret, just, just, just. Absolutely justified everything we said. I won, it, I won it by 30 seconds as well, in, in case that. He's helps. not even. He's not even. <laughs> he, he doesn't even give a shit. He just, he just carries on. He just carries on. Oh. Um, Jack Penfold, better luck next week, sir. Thank you. I'll try. My, I'll J- try better. JP, welcome to the circle. Lovely to have you in. Awesome. Glad uh, to be here. Yeah. John, any wise words to finish with before we wrap up? Yeah. Oh God. Oh, God. She got me. She got me. Oh, God. She got my spot there. Um, 
sorry, uh, JP, not junior. Welcome. Don't forget to stroke the left earlobe. That is your tip. <laughs> and Jack, yes. unfortunately, I'll see you again soon. <laughs> see you again next week, Satman. Statman uh, John, thank you so much. As always, Mr. John Pickup, thank you as always. Don't forget to tune into the What the Fantasy Football podcast. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. It's my podcast. <laughs> and uh, uh, every Tuesday going out, talking all things fantasy football. We love you lots, mate. And uh, Jack, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, just be better. <laughs> I'll try. See you later, guys. Hey. Bye. Well, Matt. Yeah, man. This week's descended into absolute anarchy, hasn't it? I don't even know what that segment was. <laughs> Crazy. Jack just keeps on talking and 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 carries on talking. Uh, Taking a leaf out of his book, <laughs> are you, mate? <sighs> Hit me with a roll call, baby! Alright, partner. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. Okay. What? Spanish for what? I'm trying to mix it up a little bit. Okay. Who's on the roll call this week, Matthew? So, on the roll call this week, we've got Kirsty Runzers shouting out uh, Paul Griffiths. He smashed his first ever marathon, the Yorkshire Marathon, and he did it in four hours and 52 minutes. Well done, Paul. Awesome running. Amazing. Yeah, well done, Paul. Uh, Loads of Yorkshire Marathon runners. So, um, Busy Birdie Karen was there flying the fart like flag. She was. Um, And she shouted out the guys, uh, Cy, Becky, Dick, Claire... Um, loads of fartlet lovelies. Well done to all of you for doing Yorkshire. Uh, lovely course, but not the flattest. So well done for everyone getting it done. As marathon season draws to an end, uh, great job for getting out there and getting that done. Awesome stuff. Yes, uh, Gary Ludwin, uh, his daughter, who's completed his uh, first race, the Great South Run. Uh, she's only 16. He hasn't said her name, but well done to uh, Gary Ludwin's daughter. Yeah, awesome big, big, 16 years old. Well amazing, done. isn't it? Um, great job to you. Gotta shout out our Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did a Blackpool 10 miler. Uh, both uh, JP shouted her out. Uh, we were going to shout her out anyway because we love her just so we very much. Do. Uh, looking forward to seeing her this weekend. Uh, yep, she's stepping up the distances on her way to Alton Towers. Oh, yeah. Like family she's half scared marathon. to run the 13 at Alton Towers, but she's going to smash it. She'll enjoy it as we all will, I'm sure. And we'll be too drunk to care afterwards. <laughs> anyway, Paul's so not you worry. Well done to you. Yes, uh, uh, Marco Del Wazio has shouted out our Emma, Bema, Emma, Bema, Emma, yes, Bema, Emma. Uh, she smashed her 5k PB at Isabel Trail Park Run. So well done, Emma. Awesome running. And I think she'll be even more happy with the fact that she got an I for a Park Run alphabet. Yes, <laughs> uh, all for that. So great job to Emma. And last but not least, mm-hmm. we've had tons of yes. uh, people uh, message to to. Uh, uh, to, 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 to suggest this person uh, for the roll call. And it's a roll call for an entirely different reason. It's not running related, but it is incredible. Um, probably the best uh, uh, quote to give for, from all the entries is from her uh, chappy, her boyfriend, uh, Simon, who put, there's only one person, in my opinion, that should be on the roll call, and that is Joe. Yes. And we couldn't agree more. So now then, Marty Bum Josephine, uh, I don't want to say too much. It's all already been said. I'll probably start crying, but... Uh, we're just dead proud of you, mate. Um, dead proud of everyone on Instagram yeah. for turning Instagram pink. Yeah, that was awesome to see. Um, so much love for her. Yeah, and deservedly so. She's come through it like a warrior. She is the storm. Uh, you guys have, have helped so much. I've been chatting to her the last couple of days. So thank you to everybody who 
um, who has reached out and, 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 and put something on your post or uh, sent her a kind message or whatever it might be. Um, it's helped her a lot. She's mm-hmm. It's really helped her get through. She's dead grateful and we're just grateful that she's kicking on fighting fit. Got a long journey ahead of her, but we got you back all the way. And uh, yeah, you absolutely deserve to be front and centre on our roll call mm-hmm. this week. Uh, Josephine, um, we love you lots. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%. Lots of, lots of love. Lots of love. Uh, right then, Matthew, should we um, do some thank yous before we get out of it? Yeah, thank you to uh, JP for coming on, uh, for Statman John. Uh, entering his circle. Well, welcome, sir. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the inner circle. Come in, it's warm. There's plenty of space. The super awesome. No, we'll just leave it. <laughs> the theme tune. Uh... Oh, my mind's gone blank. Graham Lindley. Graham Lindley. Yeah, I, th- I think it's because I sing it with a song. Maybe I have to sing that song to remember. His Do name. it then. The super awesome, super. Th- I forgot to sing the song. Now. <laughs> this is not going well. This is your. Mind. You are not on form this week, are you? <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Graham Lee for the super awesome, super, super awesome fee. Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> I'm getting like Jack. You are getting like Jack. What about Mr. Scott yes. Reed? Slow flower. Slow flower. Slow flower. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening to me today? Jeez, Louise. <laughs> you, no bed. That's right, funny. It's because I've been running. I've, it's, got, it's gone to my head. Oh, God. All right, here he goes. He's been for a run. Ah. Slow, Mr. Slowflower himself. Piss off, Rob. Yes, Mr. Slowflower himself. Thank you for coming on and sharing your story. Uh, awesome, awesome chat. Well done. Yeah, brilliant. Thank, well done to everybody who's been on our roll call this week. Mm-hmm. And thank you to you and everyone who submitted them. We love them. It's our favourite bit. We get to shout stuff out. Matt gets to sing. We have a great time. Um, do you want to hear who we've got on the show next week? Yes, please. Well, next week... Uh, as we approach uh, the end of October, start mm-hmm. of November, it is World Vegan Day. Right. But we've not got a vegan on. No. Well, we have. You. you. Me. The number one vegan. <laughs> the number one vegan. Um, in case I haven't told you. The only vegan yet. that matters. The only, well, no, all the vegans matter. And the cows. I'm getting them at plant delivered in a bit. A bit plant, right? Mm. Well, Mackies have just made a vegan oh, burger. Right. Yeah, Sammy's bringing me one home. Oh. Um, I know you're I'm eating vegan to that as well. I know, I know you're expect, I know you're expecting the lasagna, but there's a good chance that Sammy's just going to bring over Mackie's because she's in a bad mood. Anyway, uh, no, so uh, we're not bringing a vegan on. We're bringing on Mr. Dave Starley. So fix Starley. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is. Uh, he's not vegan. He's working towards a vegan lifestyle and diet. Mm-hmm. But what we thought was rather than get someone who's vegan and, and risk like alienating people who might not yeah. be interested in a vegan diet, cause it's not about that. Um, but one thing that I think everybody has got a real focus on in running and in general life is sustainability mm-hmm. and uh, protecting the planet. Right. And he's got a really big focus on that. So we're going to talk about his running journey. We're going to talk about how he um, incorporates sustainability into that running journey. Right. Uh, we're going to talk about his thoughts on the environment. It'll just be a good episode. Nice and thought provoking. Um, not just talking about veganism, talking about kind of the planet and different things All we right. can do and how running nice. can help and you know, things like, you know, talking about things like, um, you know, water bottles and races and that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So I think it'll be a good one, a bit different. Oh, nice, yeah. Looking forward to that one. Sounds interesting. Absolutely. Might so. learn a little bit of something. A little bit of something. <laughs> just, just a little bit of <laughs> something. A little <laughs> something, something. Um, okay, so that's about us done. I think we're ready to get out of here. Uh, we need to encourage everybody to make sure they're following us. Mm-hmm. Where can they find us, Matthew? They can find us everywhere. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube. We've got our own website, www.whatthefartlight.com. Uh, 
Search what the fart like anywhere and TikTok. you'll find us. Yeah, TikTok. Don't, don't, don't for, forget TikTok. Don't, for, don't you're, forget TikTok. You're the king of TikTok on our on our socials. You may well done. King King is a strong word. <laughs> I I exist on TikTok. Um, You've done some good stuff. I'm keen. I'm keen. Yeah. Um, we're, we're everywhere. Give us a follow. Go have a chat with us, man. Let us know what you mm. think of the show. What we could do better. What we could do more of. Any guests that you think you'd like to see. We're always up for it. Um, it's been really nice. We've had quite a lot of engagement, partly to do with the situations going on with Joe, people reaching out to ask about her, but also people, um, I think, with the races that have gone on, we are going to try and build the Fartlek family stuff even more. Yeah. Um, uh, Joe's story, plus the great feedback we've had from going out and doing Manchester and pe- meeting up, Chester people yeah, meeting up, the guys when I did Yorkshire, when we went to um, Milton Keynes a few yeah. months ago, Park Run. We're going to be getting on that more and we're going to be formalising it a little bit. So there'll be a, a one-stop shop, a central place for you guys to go and find out where you can meet up and, and where we can all see each other and have a run in a pint. Um, so but do, but do give us some feedback, let us know how you're going on. If you want to give me a follow, I'm at Little Runner by Rob. Yeah, and I'm at Matty Owls. That's about it, innit, mate? So, nothing nothing more to say other than may your runs continue to be wonderful. Be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other. Be kind or be quiet. Mm-hmm. And you are the motherfucking storm. Amen. We'll see you next week, guys. Mm-hmm.